Hello and welcome to another single eight show on Transcended on Media. Transcended Media. It's been bound to happen. That you were, you were going to freeze up on it? It's been DWO podcasting for so long. Yeah. Your name is... Michael Davis, your name is... Honey Mail, y'all. I'm going to start the job. Big old content warning. Uh, it's going to be hard not to curse this episode. Yes. It, it, it really On is. On both sides of the conversation. Yes. For those of you that listened to last week's podcast... Last week's podcast was a special edition of Transparenting with me, and we talked about the situation that uh, taking place uh, in Oklahoma with the death of Nex Benedict, and we're gonna we're gonna expand that conversation this week, including single H into the conversation as we discuss. Our participation in uh, a vigil that took place in Temecula, California. So, Single H, I want you to, to start. I did not give you a chance to process what happened with Next Benedict, and which was the focus I took on last week's Single H show and making it a, a transparenting episode. So, I want you to take a minute. I want you to kind of process your feelings and frustrations about what's going on. What happened? I'm going to start the bit off is this shows how messed up the United States is and in the education side. Cause well, some people in the education side. The teachers were called and somehow Nets got suspended for two weeks. Not the three girls that attacked them. That's not okay. And they let sent them home to their grandmother to send them to the hospital. The school itself didn't call 911. The school itself. That's not okay. You want your child to feel safe there, but the school failed to call 911. That is the easiest number. And even on an Apple phone, all you have to do is press the emergency. That's all you have to do, and then start talking to the operator. That's not okay. So I'm going to step in and be the and be the explainer a little bit, okay? Yes. So, there's some key words that we absolutely have to put in is there is conflicting reports, reports coming from the school, what they did, reports coming from the family, what did not happen. So, because those reports are conflicting, we have to use the words allegedly. But it does come across highly speculative that Nex's grandmother shares what did not happen but the school uh, in the imagery of self-defense appears to be saying differently. So, I the, the, the reports has reported 
share really conflicting things, but we still have to deal with a narrative that no matter what happened, whether the school called 911 or the grandparent did, there was still something that happened at that school, and today, next Benedict is not alive. Yes. Okay, go ahead and continue. It's, Remember the magic words for me, please. Yes. Within the situation that allegedly happened in the bathroom, it still shows how I'm blocking up just a tiny bit of education from everyone in any part of the country how much that that little phobia from a senator goes a long way goes a long long way and it gets in because they're not educated on someone their own phobia coming out on someone from that community isn't okay we've seen it time and time again this is the history repeating it so, for how many times, folks in America? Three. Three times. More than that. Yes. I know that you're breaking it down to racism, feminism, and trans and Hom- homophobia. Oh, yeah. But it's more than that. It, it has yes. ex- existed in multiple ways. So, I, uh, allegedly receiving reports, because we cannot document our facts right now. Yes. So, we got to use the words allegedly. The, the, the state of Oklahoma, much more tighter uh, anti-LGTBQIA plus rules and laws. And as with those rules and laws taking place, events like this is happening. Now, yes. now we can use some fact-filled statements on stuff that you just shared. When you do not talk about things, it becomes a monster in the closet. Yes. When you do not address things, when you don't train things, when you don't teach people specific narratives and specific understandings about life's conditions, then you get to these moments of hurt and pain. Somewhere in these three alleged individuals' lives, allegedly there was an event that happened that they felt justified to hurt another person. Every report says that there was a fight. Every report. So somewhere in these individuals' narrative, someone painted a narrative and understanding that allegedly had the potential of making them feel justified on what they did. And that's harmful. I've already said in a very public place that when that hurt becomes weaponized, people die. And allegedly that's what we're viewing with this. I hate using the magic words right now. It yeah. hurts me to use the magic words, but we have to use the magic words. Okay? Okay. Keep going. And it that seems like that shows currently that even when informa- when the information is there, people aren't really willing to see it and read it. They could people can easily look up studies that prove non-binary people 
that trans people exist easily. They like decide not to. They well, they decide not to. In some cases, that information is restricted from them too. Yes. I I because I have I have done research and and have found blocked content because of X reasons that that held information that was really necessary to break down and research on some topics. Yes. So there's times within restrictions that this information is just not getting out to the sources that need it. We need to be within these conversations. We need to be within the conversations, not just about LGBTQIA plus community, but we need to have the medical facts out there that many times are skewed. And there's been times that I have, I've looked up things and, it, and it's had this thing that this, this information is blocked because of the false information. So, so we need to process through all this so that the information is getting out. So we went to a place to get to the information. Let's let's get to the vigil. Let's start talking about the vigil. Yeah. We got to hear life stories last Friday. We got to hear the narratives of individuals who are hurting and are afraid because attacks like the one that allegedly happened, God it hurts using that word, to next Benedict happens. There's fear, there's worry, and there's harm that takes place because of it. So I want you to share your perspective of what you saw last Friday. It was the family coming together and going, we did not know this member, but we care about this member and their family so much. And all of us coming together and knowing that we've all collectively felt some version of that pain from people with those phobias targeted at us and people that we know other family members within the community. So, and the community that you're talking about is the LGBTQIA plus community. Yes. Yeah. So, what what happened? Explain it. Explain what you participated in last Friday. In last Friday, we came together to make sure that no one no one you feel alone knowing that there could be a possibility that it could happen at any time to any person that was there because simply they were there supporting a person a part of the LGBTQIA plus community and we and a lot of people came up and did wonderful worded speeches about it and about how situations had um allegedly like the situation uh, allegedly like the situation had happened and this was 
their time to raise their voice about it, knowing that it was safe to do so. I'm gonna say that one more time. Safe to do so. That alone gave the people a voice to speak up about it. That's what that's something I really respected. To be in that community at that time, hearing some friends express out loud different things. They expressed facts. And I heard some really knowledgeable facts. And I heard people younger than you drop names like Matthew Shepard, like Harvey Milk, and have facts about them. They didn't just pull these names off of the internet. They knew what happened. They knew about the politician in San Francisco who was murdered because of his sexual identity. They knew about a young boy that was beaten on a fence and killed they knew the facts about it. I was just so very deeply impressed, not just by people voicing anger and fear, but voicing facts about things. I was very impressed like that. I heard a lot of anger. And you know what? That was the place it needed to be. It was not inappropriate to hear the anger. And it's, it was not inappropriate to hear the, the levels of, I want to fight back. I, it was not inappropriate. It was good to have that safe environment that people could speak. You you didn't speak, so I wanted I want to know. I just I want to know if if you can articulate why. Because this is the place that I feel safe enough to speak up. Because I'm sorry, love. I'm sure your face would look pretty. If I was staring at you, I would probably have an anxiety attack. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's it where I feel safe enough to do it. Well, and that's fair. And I shared last week on the transparenting episode of the Single Age Show what I shared. But there was just so many, there were so many good things. And now I heard parents talking about being afraid for their kids. I heard about the LGT. I heard from the LGBTQIA plus community about being afraid of people knowing who they were and the harmful actions that come across when their identities are exposed. And also, I heard from people who, who, who brought forth proper weaponization of what to do. And I use that word, represent, weaponization, proper, which was talking about going out, advocating, and, oh yeah, voting so that we can get some hate out of control and put people back in and pull some things back into control. I really admired that. What was what was your favorite part of the evening? It not necessarily my favorite part, but it is the part when when someone was speaking they simply said, hey, anyone who felt that type of harm before, raise your hand. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, I I felt all my guards go down into liquid. Yeah. Instead of frozen ice like they normally are. Yeah. And you were able to freely raise your hand. 
you know what I liked? My favorite part was that exact same moment. And it wasn't just raising your hands to share if you felt that harm. It was the challenge of people who didn't raise their hands. And there were people who didn't raise their hands. And it was empowering them to go out and be the voices. To care for the others. To care for the others. Almost everybody did raise their hands there. That was my favorite part too. And then we walked around the duck pond with candles to be a visual image of this this light and the darkness that was caring. All right. Yeah. This is a hard topic. I I want this to be a short single H show for this week. So, thank you for sharing your perspective about us going to the the vigil. And that was the single H show for this week. Your name is Hunter Mill. Your name is Michael Davis. Have a week. <laughs>